Good morning or evening, everyone. I would like to proudly introduce everyone to my new podcast on world issues and conflicts. My name is Jack Lloyd. I am a news reporter as well as a social media influencer. Today, we will be covering the issue of anti-vax parents and how their beliefs affect their children. Today, we have a guest that is kindly coming on to talk about their experience with their anti-vax parents. For personal reasons, they would like to stay private about their identity and gender. So there will be a voice changer for when I interview them. Now that we have the introduction done, let's get into the good stuff. First off, what is COVID-19? Well, COVID-19 is supposed to have surfaced in a Chinese seafood and poultry market in December 2019. It is very known to have been spread across countries very fast. The first COVID case reported in Canada was with a 56-year-old patient that had come home from a trip to China and was admitted into the hospital on January 23rd, 2020. On January 25th, 2020, the Sunnybrook Hospital would name the man Patient Zero because he was the first case of COVID in Canada. During the end of lockdown, Canada was finally giving out the vaccines. People were excited and very relieved. But of course, not everyone can be happy with change. Every country in the world always has that one group of people that are against the vaccines. These people are labeled as anti-vaxxers. They are known for protesting and pushing their beliefs on other people. But on the other hand, there are many that respect other people's opinions, but just don't want to get it for their children or themselves. As much as this might seem like a respectable thing, I personally feel like not getting vaccinated to prevent a disease that has affected the whole world for almost two years is irresponsible. Ignoring scientists just because you are scared of what's in the vaccine isn't a great idea. How do anti-vaxxers' opinions and choices affect us? Well, with, with the most of the community choosing not to get vaccinated, that puts young children in danger, especially the ones that can't get vaccinated because they are too young. And it also puts many elderly people with health, health issues in danger because they don't have a strong immune system. There are many reports of children rebelling against their parents who are anti-vax. This has recently become a very big topic in the news, and it's giving a lot more children the idea to get vaxxed behind their parents' backs. It is sad that it has come to children lying to their parents because their parents don't support their decisions. Next up on this topic, we will have my interview with my friend. But before that, a quick eight-minute break. Hi, I would like to welcome you to the podcast. Um, today, I'm just going to ask you a few questions and hopefully you can answer them. So the first question is, who in your family was the main person to be against vaccines? Both of my parents were against the vaccine. However, my brother was not. So I was glad that I had at least one person that was supportive of it inside my family. That's sweet that your brother was there for support. A lot of people don't actually have that, so that is very, very lucky for you. Um, next question is, how did your parents' views on the vaccine affect your outside of school life, outside of your household? So it affected my life outside my household in a couple of ways, but um, the most significant being just at risk for getting sick and the worry of getting other sick. Um, that was always at the back of my mind and I was a little scared and 
wanted to get the vaccine, even though I wasn't technically allowed to. Um, and then there was simpler things, such as not being able to sit in certain areas, like dining or at the mall. You can't sit in certain areas. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, luckily, I was actually with you in the mall um, when that happened, and yeah, I did. We did have to sit outside, and it was not very nice to sit in the rain. So. It was a smart idea. Um, next question is, what was the pushing factor that made you decide to go get the vaccine on your own? Um, um, I decided to get the vaccine on my own. As, like I mentioned before, I didn't want to put others at risk and myself at risk. I really don't want to get COVID, and I don't think many others do as well. So that's basically the reason why I chose to get it. And... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, next question is, when do you think you will tell your parents you are vaccinated or will you never tell them? Uh, well, I try not to um, bring them up to them because it's too stressful. Because <laughs> um, I don't really have a plan. Um, I probably will have to eventually tell them since it's going to be obvious as I start not doing the, what's it called, rapid tests for school. So I guess I'll come out one day, but I'll deal with that when that happens. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, honestly. Um, second to last question is, where did you go to get the vaccine and are you planning on getting the second dose? So I got the vaccine at the YMCA um, near Appleby after school with my friend, and yes, I'm planning on getting a second dose of course in three weeks. Oh, that's great, because without the second dose, the first dose is no use, which a lot of people don't seem to understand. Um, why do you think that having parents that are against the vaccine can affect your lives? Well, it's certainly not helpful to have parents um, against the vaccine if you are looking to get it. Um, especially depending on the type of person you are, you might not want to go against your parents' wishes even though you want to get the vaccine yourself. Um, in my case, I just went ahead and did it. But a lot of kids might not want to go because they're scared, um, because they don't want to support them. I'm lucky um, I at least have my brother. Yeah, that's very true. Um... You are very lucky that you have that support. Um, anyways, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Um, I appreciate it, and I hope you have the great rest of your day. Bye-bye. All right, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Next up is the news coverage on this story. The news coverage on this story was rather big. The news made sure to put this story as headlines because they knew it would catch people's eyes. This placement of the headlines, anti-vax, was what was on headlines most often. Whilst news were talking about this topic, they used the placement on the front page and an angry tone. The angry tone was to show that being anti-vaxxers is dangerous to society and can make people angry. Whilst reading certain articles, I found that the news coverage was mostly focused on the parents more than their children. As much as the parents are the problem, I also feel like there should have been more coverage on how the parents could be affecting their children's lives. 
Ever since news articles started to be made about anti-vaxxer parents, there has been a up, big uproar about how scientists admitted that they were wrong about saying vaccines can give children Down syndrome and more. But anti-vaxxers seem to still ignore this information and carry on thinking nonsense. This news coverage has created a split between people who vaccinate their children and people who don't vaccinate their children. When talking about anti-vax parents in articles, they tend to have a harsh titles such as anti-vax parents are a sign this nation, nation has lost its way. This is an example. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I hope to see you in the next one. Bye-bye.